This episode is sponsored by Better Help. What is the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your life? Oh, the first thing I just thought was, oh, I'm going to need more than an hour to fit that stuff in. But I, the fact is, a lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. I know that is for me. That's a big thing, uh, especially as you get older. <laughs> um, and the question, you know, time for what? What would you do? Would it actually make you feel better? What is it that you feel you're missing? In order, you know, that that would make it better. Um, and and one of the ways to sort of help figure out that out is, is therapy. It can help you find out what matters most to you so you can do more of it or focus on what it is that you're spending your time on that, that maybe isn't giving you that that sort of fulfilling experience. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of times people talk about therapy or they talk about mental health or it's about uh, trauma or it is about, you know, like like a, a great amount of pain or anything. And those things are all very valid and everything. But also, you know, in some ways there's stumbling blocks. Uh, there is sort of a, a, something indefinable that you're having a hard time getting to that maybe is stopping you from feeling as confident as you can, as good as you can. And, you know, therapy uh, is, is one way to go after that. If you are thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, is designed to, be, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you'll get matched with a licensed therapist. You may switch therapists at any time you like for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 123. I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care Hello and welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture. Goodfellas, one minute from the table with a plate on top of it. I'm Josh Flanagan. With me is Ron Richards. Getting abstract. <laughs> pretty literal. Yeah, and true. Connor Kilpatrick. Hello. And of course, joining us this week, it's Commandant. You're looking at him. It's Commandant hey, Week. Commandant Week. Hey, uh, so this minute. Well, yes. Let the Commandant say hello. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> welcome back, Commandant. Thank you. <laughs> we said he could be on the show. We didn't say he could talk on it. Oh, that is true. That is true. It was not not specified. <laughs> <laughs> we we just gave a lot of weird side glances. <laughs> do that thing. You do that thing. All right. Hey. Oh. 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 This minute starts uh, with the greatest sentence ever in cinema history, uh, which I have alluded to already. Uh, it ends with getting into the car, presumably for a nice drive. So what is the sentence? Please stop feeding the dog from the table with a plate on top of it. Stop it. <laughs> to which the daughter replies, I have to. To which Karen replies, Karen, by the way, not wearing pants. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> which I had never heard the, the call and response following this it's, sentence. And by the way, it, is, it might be the most realistic conversation of this entire movie. Well, so, so here's can the thing you, about this sentence. Can you please when stop I, feeding the dog from the table with a plate on it? With a plate on top of it. With a plate on top of it. Stop it. 
<laughs> I don't remember her ever saying stop it. But here's, here's the thing that I learned. Uh, when I was younger, I thought, oh, she just talks silly because she's not smart. Now I realize, oh, she's tired parent, and she's trying to tell them something, but she has nothing left. <laughs> and she's trying to explain it, but it's coming out badly, and I have done this. Oh, I have see, started see. to tell my kids something, and the sentence that came out of my mouth was so horrible that I'm, I'm glad it was not committed to film. I mean, you might know better than me being a parent. I was read that as the daughter was going to say, I'm not feeding from the table. I'm feeding from my plate. So she was just circumventing that first level. Oh, of yeah. Yeah. But so but so then the, da- the, the daughter sa- takes takes a left turn and says, but I have to, which I love, which <laughs> yes. is really like talk about it like the sad and and <laughs> it's tough to argue other than just in saying it. Right. And it, uh, yeah. So, so, and at, at that, at that point, Henry decides to get up from the table, but I would like to pick up from what we talked about yesterday across the table, Lois and other daughter are dipping bread into water and mashing it together. And the camera cuts before we see what they do with it. It's a great mystery of our time. We'll never know. I don't know what they're doing with it. And then in between the two daughters, I would like to note that at the end of the table, there is a completely dished out plate of pasta for no one. Is it like the is wow? It, is it, wait, is it Passover? Is this the prophet Elijah? It's untouched, and there's no chair. Wow, right? right? That's weird. <laughs> like I was watching this, and I'm like, why is there a whole place setting that nobody's touched? Did someone just miscount, dish it out, and go, oh fuck it, I'm so tired to deal with it? <laughs> wait, are you suggesting that somebody in the family did that, or somebody in production did that? Both, either. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I'm not crazy. They no. all have black plates, right? And th- there's a – it's complete with a, a side plate and everything. It's just missing a chair. Wow. <laughs> Who could that be for? Well, so that's Uncle why Jimmy when, was supposed to come. Well, they sent one out for Maury like as a, as a tribute. Well, hang on, hang on. So Karen's Jewish, right? It's not Passover. It's, oh, it's not April Passover? When, it, when is Passover? April. April, March, March, April, somewhere around there. Let's see. So Passover in 1980 – According to JewishHolidaysOnline.com. This is a real stretch. <laughs> um, well, what's it, the other explanation? I don't know. I don't know. what the other, There's a lot of words I don't understand. April, Wednesday, Wait. April 30th was the 14th of IR and Peshini. It's not Passover. <laughs> it's not? Okay. Well, it's not. It's it's that's not what they're doing because I don't I mean, we maybe we missed the prayer section, but I don't think so. <laughs> It's just weird. And now you're freaking me out, Ron. I never noticed the plate. Right? Before. It's weird. I think, it's I weird. think Jimmy, they thought Jimmy was originally supposed to come over. Then after the morning, they thought, oh, he's not going to come. And then he thought, you know what? If he comes and he doesn't have a place out, he's going to be mad. So I'm just going to put it there. Yeah. Also, look at the kids are all in their like sleeping clothes. It's 11 at night. I know. <laughs> They're just going to roll into bed and let those carbs settle into their body. So again, Karen, she, at some point, she's like, I'm going to just get ready for bed. And she told the kids to do that, too. The one right. daughter looks like she's in a giant T-shirt. The other one looks like she's wearing pajamas. So she knew that, she so... knew that, that, she, she knew that dinner was going to go late because Henry's always late with this stuff. And he always says, don't worry about it. And, he may, and then, then they eat 11. And right. so she had had enough of it. And that's what she was mad about in the kitchen earlier. Maybe they cut a subplot out of the film where they hilariously deal with the ghost of the house. <laughs> There's like a haunting... <laughs> I would like to okay, so I did find it. Passover was March thirty first, nineteen eighty. So this is not this is not uh, the prophet Elijah. Because I would lo- I would love that all of a sudden Karen gets super religious. <laughs> it's weird, and it's I don't weird. know. It's weird. 
Yeah, that's weird. I want that plate of pasta. So is no one going to eat that? Well, homemade. It was good, too. Yeah. Yeah. So now we start the argument of the hat. I, my note here, here is Lois is the worst. Lois is the worst. <laughs> I mean, just the worst. <laughs> Doesn't Henry have it coming, though? Yeah, but it's like no. you're in this or you're in this up to your neck now. Yeah. No, that's true. It's a bad. Let's not just fuck around because you just are annoyed. Right. Right. Well, so so now here's here's my problems with all with this with the timeline with everything. Oh. Is that it is now 10:47, okay? Mhm. All right, and they are they still got to tape the drugs to her leg. Mhm. Okay. What time is her flight? It can't be if they're going all the way to Rockaway Beach and back. Well, no, no, I'm not even talking about going to Rockaway yet. I'm no, not but I'm saying that. they, yeah, they, yeah. they go. They're making this. This trip. was a walk up to the gate era too. So let's well, remember. Sure, yeah, they're yeah. making this trip and they got to tape everything and get back to the airport. Okay, so I would like I would like to note this. So yeah, so the, so the issue is is that Lois comes into the kitchen and says, "We got to go. I got to go home to get my hat, my lucky hat. I won't fly without it." Of which Henry says, "What are you crazy? We got to take the drugs to your leg. I'm not driving all the way out to Rockaway." Right. So I failed to mention this yesterday, but to pick back up on the geography of Henry's busy day, mm-hmm. up to this point, Henry has spent four hours and eight minutes in the car, of which he's driven 133 miles to the, at this point. Okay, three tanks of gas. Yeah, exactly. At least three he, stops for gas. He started the day in Rockville Center. He went to Queens to see Jimmy. Then he went to Manhattan to pick up his brother. Then back to Rockville Center. Then to Karen's parents in Lawrence. Then back to uh, then to the shopping mall uh, in in Rockville Center. Then back to Karen's mother in Lawrence. All the way out to Comac to see the creepy guys with the drugs. Back to the house in Rockville Center. Up to see Sandy around the corner. Back to the house in Rockville Center, and now at 10:45, Lois wants to get in the car and go to Rockaway. I don't know where Lois lives, but let's just say she lives in Rockaway Beach, which is the closest town of Rock called in Rockaway. It is a 38-minute drive from his house at this point. One way, eleven, yeah, one way, 11.8 miles. How so far from JFK? It's right around the corner from JFK, though. That's the okay, that's so it's the, not that far out of the way. It's not that far. So if they're smart. They go by her house and then to JFK. From Rockaway to JFK is roughly about – let me look at that moment. By the way, I would like to note that I I have been mapping this on Google Maps, and I've reached the limit of number of stops you can make in one trip (laughs) on Google Maps, by the way. Just to note that. Yeah. Okay, so it is a 20-minute drive from Rockaway to JFK. So it's not around the corner. It's not around the corner, but it's not that bad. And also, it's 11 o'clock on Sunday night. Probably not a lot of traffic. Well, hold on. But, hold on. 38 minutes plus 20. That's still yeah. an hour. Yeah. It's an of hour. driving before the flight. So she can't be flying until at least 1 in the morning. Right. Which seems unlikely. Yeah. And I don't know what the I don't know what the flight schedules were in 1980, but at some point, the airport shuts down, even in New York. It, 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 as recently as, well, 10 years ago. Right. I've gotten to JFK before it was open before. In yeah. the morning or at night? In the morning. In the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, it, like, that's why, like, it's funny because in the book. He's eight, yeah, that's the weird thing. Yeah, in the book, it's he says, by 8.30, we'd all finished eating, and uh, Lo- Judy, Lois, had an 11 o'clock flight. That makes more sense. Yes. But the fact now it's 11 o'clock at night, and they, like, her flight, her flight's, what, at 1 in the morning? No. Sorry. It's just it's a weird it's an odd choice to make much like the the empty table setting. Yes. <laughs> and the black bar, it's a strange choice. Yeah. 
Also, it says in the book that at 9.30 she said they had to go back, which meant what did they do for the hour between dinner <laughs> and her saying she had to go get her hat? Well, they had to clean up. I guess so. <laughs> I like how angry Henry gets at this. Well, that's my second favorite. I said, I know I said yesterday Henry's exit was my, my first favorite. His pause here yeah. is really fantastic. It's really yeah, fantastic. It's great. Wait, the pause before he relents? Yes. Yeah. In his head, he's working through all the possible scenarios of all the things he could say and the outcome and how they're going to delay him going to the airport. And he realizes the only way to get to the airport the quickest is just relent. Yeah. Well, even before that, where he reacts to it, like he's, he, you know, he, he le- leaves the table to light a cigarette and he's lighting the cigarette. And his reaction to her saying, like, she's like, I got to go home. And he does that spin around. He's like, what? You know, it's like, good. it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. I also like the note in the book at this point where he, is talking about this, and he actually says, I'm exhausted. Well, yeah, look at him. He's been up for at least 48 hours. Yeah. He says, he says, he goes, he says, he goes, he says, she wanted to go home to get her hat. I've been carrying around a pound of heroin in my jacket all day, and I wanted her to start taping it to her leg. No, she said she had to go home to get her hat. I couldn't believe it. I told her, forget it. I was exhausted. I didn't need a trip to Rockaway just because she wanted her hat. She got mad. I mean, she's insisting. It's a lucky hat. She needs it. And then he says the line. I don't know yep. if it's in the the book, but what could I do? No, no. He says it was the most Middle Western rube thing you ever saw. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, if she insisted, I had to drive her home for her damn hat. But but he but he relay. He, he all right. What could I do? I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Commandant, how long do you think it takes to tape all that heroin to a leg? I mean, a full pound. You got to be looking at least fifteen twenty minutes because you're trying to hide it. It's not just tape tape. Look like you're wearing is shin pads, right? You want does to it make exist it in a single brick tight? now? Well, no, how much do they bring? How much they bring? Bags, right? I don't know. I this is this is an area I don't. To uh, Sandy, is that the last one? So there's multiple smaller bags. Mm-hmm. Also, aren't, isn't he bringing the drugs from Pittsburgh to New York? Yeah. So where are they going now? No, actually, in this, in in okay, is this in, a return. Yeah, these are no good. <laughs> this is a di- this is a difference between the book and the uh, the book and the movie. In the book, she's go- getting a flight to Pittsburgh, right? And she's bringing drugs to Pittsburgh, which I always thought the drugs came from Pittsburgh, that's what just, or whatever. That's, that's literally yeah. what we're just talking about. But in the movie, she's taking drugs that they got from the Pittsburgh people down to Atlanta. Uh, well, that just makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. Although, again, why wouldn't you just go from Pittsburgh to Atlanta? There's no quinine in Pittsburgh, apparently. Well, the drugs oh, they, 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 get is cut that way. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. The wholesalers in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, you do gotta he's, he's a regional. Uh, he's yeah. a regional hub. Right. I would like. I would like to remind anybody also who lived in the New York metro area that Rockaway is one of the most inconvenient places well, to go ever. Thanks for the segue, Ron. My fun Anytime. fact is that uh, Rockaway Beach is a peninsula uh, oh. on, on the bottom of Queens. The Rockaway area, on which Rockaway Beach is, in the 1930s, it was not a neighborhood that people lived in. Every you know regular bit because you couldn't. It was really inconvenient to get out of the, the peninsula and like get to Manhattan. All right. So it was a place people had summer places. Breezy Point is there, where you had a summer house. It wasn't a place that you lived year round until yeah. our old buddy Robert Moses. Nope, there he is. There he is. We knew he had to make an appearance. Robert Moses showed up and he built two bridges. Yep. Not one but two. Marine Parkway Bridge and Cross Bay Veterans Memorial Bridge, both leading from mainland of Queens to to the peninsula of Rockaway, turned that whole area into a year-round neighborhood. Yep. Other note is that whenever anybody says Rockaway, uh, I start playing Rock and Roll High School by the Ramones in my head. Okay. Every time. Good for you. 
So you've done it like five or six times already in the last. Oh yeah, no, it, yeah, it's going on, on yeah. and on and on. Yeah, that Cross Bay Boulevard is just—it's horrible. It's horrible. But I want to go back a little. To, uh, what's a rock? It's a Rockaway? Oh, I don't. Back in the minute a little bit when we when we when we see the the whole group at the table, Mikey is unable to stop smiling. He's he's got a half naked woman across from him. No, and he's also got a half a he got a bottle of wine in him. <laughs> yeah, he can't stop smiling. And then he he starts scratching himself with his shirt button. Yes, yeah. So remember I said that I wanted to come back to him. And also also after the shirt scratching, he's defending the daughter feeding the dog, it looks like. I, I, I listened to that line a lot of times. His niece. I could not make out what he says. But he's, he, he makes a he, – he yeah, sto- he's, he's certainly defending her. Yeah. His scratching hand, yeah. he, then, he then moves over to point to the daughter. Yeah. No, I, I'm not I, – I, I just – he says a line, which is just it's, – it's almost Carbonian level of, of indistinguishedness. <laughs> I, and I like, listened to five times. I'm not kidding. Like I turned it up. I held the computer up to my ear. Like, wait, hold on. I'll get this. So earlier this week on Monday, in fact, we were discussing – was it Monday? Or yes, it was Monday. Yeah. We were discussing the uh, performance, and you said you had you had just, just yeah. thoughts on that. Well, is that is this, this made me wonder, is he being a shitty actor here? Oh. Because uh, I feel like he can't not laugh. We should preface again. We all love him as an actor now. Yes. Absolutely. He's a wonderful actor well, now. Hang on, hang on. Before we say we all, Commandant, what do you, what do you think of Kevin Corrigan? That's Are you point. a fan? Oh, no, yeah, he's great. I love, like, he's great in Community, and sort of that scratching reminds me of that character he plays in Community, that sort of weird... Hmm. I don't know, he's like, he teaches like eight subjects, I don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been acting. He's a theater teacher at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, theater, there you go. Yeah, he just does sort of different stuff with his performances, but he's great. Well, I think at this point, though, and he's not, he's not, uh, he's spoken about it, is that, you know, he was a kid here. This is like one of his first big roles. Not his first one, but, you know, he, he was he was young and he was on the set and he was super excited to be there, and it just feels like he can't contain his excitement. Like his smile. Well, we we, we mentioned that laughing last week with was it or the week before last week. I can't remember anymore. I just live in this bubble of Goodfellas. When he's in the car with Henry, that he's sort of yeah. just sort of sitting there with a kind of a dumb grim and Smirk. grin on his face. Yeah. Well, let's get, let's keep in mind that he's got spina bifida. Right, so like he's in a weird, like he, he like so like it, how much of it is that he the character is Spina Bifida, like how much of it is Kevin Corrigan playing this kid who ha- you know like you know like I, I think he's that. I think it's good acting. I think Ron, you know sometimes when you say something and Josh and I just don't respond <laughs> or acknowledge what you've said. I'm just saying he's playing a role, and I gotta I imagine he's getting into it. He studied, as we heard in the interview with Mark Maron, he's he studied acting at this point. He knows method and all this sort of stuff. That's you know, I, th- I think he's, I think, I think he, I think he's, I think he's, he's. It might going. have been his choice for the character that he's a bit of a simpleton. Yeah, he's going for it. And honestly, who hasn't used their shirt button to scratch an itch before? I have. I, I'll, I, well, I, I have mean, no like, shame. You can look at that one of two ways. One, you could say, you know, like, oh, he's being supernatural on camera. Okay. Or you could say he's being way too natural on camera. So what do you say? I mean, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and go for the latter. Like, he was just, you know, yeah. acting like a person would act who doesn't have a camera on them. And in that case, it's real. Yeah, it's, but, it's 1045 on Sunday after they ate this enormous meal. He's, he's, he's relaxed. He's, he's in the role. He's been relaxed the entire time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, every single time he's in a shot, it's like somebody just told him a joke. Cause he's or been, he's, cause he's, he's on Quaaludes. Because he's been sitting. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, that doctor gave out that pretty easily. He might be on some pretty powerful pain. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> 
Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Oh, man. See it. So... <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Josh, so, I, thought, I thought you would have come down more praising Kevin Corrigan here. I didn't realize it would be critical. I don't even recognize it as, as himself in this. You know what yeah. I mean? Because like, there's this, and then there's everything that he did after it. Like, right. He just seems like a different person. Right. I don't know. That smirk is kind of it's, – it's Fallon-esque. Yeah. All right. Well, That's what seems to be going on. So let me ask you this. At the end of this minute, do you, do you hate Lois? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, here, here's a better question. I said Lois the is end, the worst. That's my first note. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I agree with Connor. She is the worst. At the end of this minute, when after Henry shoves the drugs into the kitchen cabinet, because, you know, that's a place to put them. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah, sure. And then turns around and tells Karen, we got to go get her hat. And Karen takes another big swig of wine and says, a hat? <laughs> Karen hates Lois as well, too. Well, everyone hates Lois, except for... Well, why is he shoving the drugs back into the house? Unless they're going to come back exactly, to the house, then go to the airport. You're right. Yes. Oh, I got to adjust the map then. Okay, so if he's doing that, <laughs> hang on a second here. So, another map point. You've broken the map again. Yeah. So hang on. So we're going Rockaway. So we're adding a trip back to Rockville Center, and then we're going to Kennedy. This is so she's so, flying at three in the morning. So this is this is an hour and thirty minutes that he's adding on to the trip here. That he's adding on to the day. So now that would, if this trip happened, it would bring him to five hours and thirty minutes at one hundred and seventy-five miles driven. But wow, he doesn't. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. The minute the minute ends with him and Lois getting in the car. So I who just, knows? I assume it's it. That's what happens. As, by the way, I just point out that the music switches back to the drum solo from Jump Into the Fire, uh, as drummed by Jim Gordon. <laughs> oh, there he is again. Just want to go ahead and point that out. He's been drumming for most of this. All right. Is anyone else? Is, uh, where are we at with fucks? Uh, we got one fuck. We have, we've had a steady drumbeat of fucks this week so far. To go along with the music. <laughs> a yes. hat? Well, it's going to change tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. So I assume there's nothing else for the minute? You assume right, Commissioner. Commandant, we good? We're good. All right, good. So that's going to do it for a minute 123. You can listen tomorrow at 124. Until then, you can check us out on Twitter at GoodfellasMin or on Instagram and Facebook at GoodfellasMinute. And you can check all of our episodes out at GoodfellasMinute.com. If you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon.com slash GFM like the good commandant here did because he both wants to be on the show and he likes the show. I'm going to assume. Or you can go to goodfellasminute.com slash support uh, where you can shop the our Amazon link. If you want to email us, you can email us at contact at goodfellasminute.com. And that is all I have. We will see you tomorrow. Or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is up.